0: we are so far into fall it isn't even funny i mean it is simply not funny how fall uh, how far we are into fall it is just here it's it's you know doing it to us we are here and if you have not fertilized yet you need to and i keep getting emails about fertilizer and recommending a fertilizer and you know on a national scale it's kind of hard to do but guess what <laughs> I'm going to do it right here and right now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ask the Garden Geek. My name is Michael Kroos, and I am the geek, and I'm going to talk about gardening. All right? I remember when I was young, when I was very, very young, and I used to uh, listen to the radio when I was a kid, and I always said, I want to do that, man. That just sounds so cool. And there was a lot of things. Anyway, there was a guy on a radio station, I think in Hastings, Michigan. Who did the agriculture report and the growing report? And this, and he talked like this. Now he was from Michigan, but he said, you know, and I forget his name. It was like Samuel. Hayseed or something. This is Samuel Hayseed with the agricultural report. It is time now to plant the corn. If you haven't planted the corn this week, you have to get it done no later than next week. And then, you know, you've got to if you haven't gotten your soil test at the cooperative extension service, you need to get that done right now. And I listen and, and you know, all the other kids that were my age, you know, we were in 5th grade. Yeah, you 5th know, grade. In Battle Creek, Michigan, you know, that that area. Actually, we were between Battle Creek and Hastings and a little place called Mill Lake. But, you know, they would listen to... You know Bobby Darren and stuff like that back then. The Beatles hadn't come out yet, and uh, I'm listening to the agricultural report, and I was just totally fascinated that there was this guy sitting in a little room talking about agricultural stuff, and I was fascinated. How did he know it was time to plant the corn? How did he know? You know, it was it was just cool, man. I just I just liked it a lot. So anyway. I get a lot of emails. I get michael.cross at gmail.com if you want to be one of those people who email me. And I seem to get the same questions asked all the time or in variations. Back when I used to take calls, uh, I used to tell people it was like top 40 radio, depending upon the time of year. We had about 20, 25 questions that were asked uh, that were all the same questions, but sometimes they'd come in as a little bit variation, and that was always fun. Well, right now with emails, it's still the same thing. I'm, I'm getting basically the same questions, but I'm getting lots of questions about garden. Well, about fertilizer and what is the best fertilizer? Do you, do you know how many emails I have that said, Michael, what's the best fertilizer to use? Well, a better question would be, what's the best fertilizer to use on blank? You know, grass, vegetables, shrubs. Trees, you know, anything like that. Broccoli, uh, all of those things would, you know, would be the important thing. And uh, what I did a long time ago is I put together a little talk about fertilizer, and I've, and this is going to be a very, very, very shortened version of that coming up here in just a few minutes. But I thought it important that if you knew, and we're going to get into this, I'm going to talk about some other stuff first, but we will get into this. I thought if you knew everything you needed to know about fertilizer, then you could make that selection yourself, depending upon what you're growing. So in a few minutes, we'll, we'll talk about that. But the biggest thing I'm getting right now is for lawns. What do I put on lawns this time of year? Well, it's it's the end of October. You're a little late, but still, you can do it, you know, you depending upon where you live. You know, get out there and get some fertilizer on the ground on your lawn. And what kind of fertilizer should I use, you say? Well, as we are going into fall, there's two fertilizers. I would fertilize the lawn twice. That's what I would do. First, I would put down milorganite uh, as a base. I would put down lots and lots of milorganite. Go to the, you know, to your garden center or your, you know, your box store and buy some Milorganite. And I put it down heavy. It's 100% organic, even though it doesn't say it's 100% organic anymore because of some strange little technicality that has popped out. It is still 100% organic. Trust me, it is, and it's not going to burn. So I, I dump a bunch of that down. I I put it down at one and a half times their suggested rate at the very least. But that, that, that's a good one to start. I put that down first and then I don't water it in. I just wait for water. And then this time of year, as we're going into fall and Halloween is next week, I need you to go out like to, you know, if you're listening to this on Saturday, Halloween is what, Thursday, Friday? I don't know. I don't have a calendar in front of me. But I would put down a 16, 4, 8 fertilizer or a higher analysis fertilizer, like a 24, 5, 11. I would put that down right away, and I would water that in, in addition to the milorganite, because what that's going to do is it's going to give that lawn that pop, that that boom that it needs, that, you know, boom. There, I just hit my, my desk. Did you hear that? You shouldn't have heard that with this really fancy microphone I have, but I boomed pretty hard, so maybe you did. Anyway, I would put that down, and it's going to give you that push, and I don't know what it is, and it's a strange thing about me and other people who are just lawn geeks, and I'm a lawn geek, darn it, Uh, we like to have our lawns look really good for Halloween. I don't care if we live in Michigan or if we live in Florida or if we live in Wyoming. There is no Wyoming. There is no Wyoming. Okay, so if you lived in Montana, because there is a Montana, people who say they've driven through Wyoming, they've really driven through Montana, There is no Wyoming. How do I know this, you say? Michael, how do you know there's no Wyoming? It's part of a government plot. Uh, The way I know this is in the 90s, I had the number one most popular gardening radio show that existed anywhere, and I was on radio stations in every state across the Fruited Plain. I was on in Puerto Rico, and I was on in every state except for one. Except for I was out in North Dakota, South Dakota, I was out in Maine, I was out in Alaska, I was never on in Wyoming, which leads me to believe and it's the only thing I can believe. We had like the best, you know, people out there getting stations for us, not one station ever in Wyoming, which made me totally believe that there is no Wyoming. There is it is just one of those myths that the government is trying to push on you. That There's a Wyoming. But anyway, but if you live in Montana, no matter where you live, uh, you want your lawn to look good on Halloween. You do. You just really, really do. So now's the time, if you haven't done it yet, to put down a really—you want the base of milorganite, and I'll explain why, and then you want that punch of that nitrogen uh, to make your lawn nice and green for Halloween, and then after the kids come and leave— uh, and, you know, you've been, uh, and by the way, my grandkids are going to be trick-or-treating in my neighborhood, and I have volunteered to uh, check all of their candy to make sure that it's all good. And I'm probably going to confiscate all the milk duds because, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be sure they're all good. But anyway, you want that done. And the milorganite, by the way, is going to lay such a base when spring comes out and, you know, the weather starts warming up, that soil is just going to say, oh, thank you, milorganite. And you're going to have the greenest green you've ever seen on your lawn in the spring. In just a second, I'm going to tell you all about Fertilizer. I have no idea how texting came into our lives and essentially took it over. But I'm I'm getting ready to protest it. Darn it! I'm just I, I've gotten four texts while I'm sitting here trying to record. I'm gonna get a flip phone. That's it. I'm just gonna get a flip phone. I'm getting rid of this the smartphone. It's gonna be gone. I'm gonna have a flip phone. If you want to engage with me, you're gonna have to number one know the number, and number two you're going to have to talk to me because I'm all uh, texting. Is, uh. Alright, let's talk about fertilizer. Hi everyone, welcome to Ask the Garden Geek. Once again, it's me, Michael, your geek, and we're going to talk about fertilizer because I can't suggest fertilizer for every little thing, but if I teach you how to what fertilizer is, you'll be able to decide by yourself what is a good fertilizer. Alright, see. Now, the first thing you need to learn. And there's all kinds of resources available for this on the interwebs and other places. Uh, you know, from the, your Cooperative Extension Service with the little bulletins, say you wanted to grow broccoli. You can go to your Cooperative Extension Service and you could say, I want to grow broccoli. And the, your county agent will go into the back room and he will come back out with a bulletin from the Cooperative Extension Service on how to grow broccoli. And it will tell you what the nutritional needs for broccoli are. And from there, you, once you have all the information that I'm getting ready to pour into your brain, will then know what kind of fertilizer to buy for your broccoli. Isn't that exciting? Love broccoli. Anyway, let's talk about fertilizer. And you've heard me do this before. Some of you have. Some of you had not So I'm doing it again because I'm getting a lot of requests. So I'm just going to do it again. But by the way, each time I do it, I make it different and exciting and strange. Uh, so let's just go with that, shall we? Shall I just yeah. Let's. I had I had lunch with my son today and his turtle dove, his honey pumpkin lover poo, his hearts delight, and we talked about fertilizer. Yeah, we're sitting at Norton's Bar in Dunedin as a sports bar, and we're having lunch and we're discussing fertilizer. I'm discussing fertilizer with his girlfriend. It was fascinating stuff. Anyway, fertilizer. When you, it used to be a law. The law has now changed. But it used to be a law, even in the state of Florida, especially in the state of Florida, that in order for something to be called a fertilizer, it had to have three elements, nitrogen, phosphorus and potassium. You had to have those three major elements. Now, because of uh, environmental concerns, they're saying, you don't need that middle one. You don't need that phosphorus. I think you do. And depending upon what the plant is, you do. All right. Like broccoli needs that middle one in kind of a large number. But anyway, let's talk about what those things do and why they do it. Nitrogen, the first number, let's take a bag of 888 fertilizer. That first 8 is 8% nitrogen. That means in 100 pounds of fertilizer, 8% of that is going to be nitrogen. Oh, by the way, in a 50-pound bag, let's do the math, can we? No mathematician on earth. Uh, It's going to be 4 pounds of nitrogen because it's half of 50. Anyway, 8% nitrogen is what we're talking about, 8% nitrogen. And then the second number, which is also an eight in this case, is phosphorus. Same deal. And the third number is potassium. Let's get back to that first number, that first eight. That first number is nitrogen. What is nitrogen and what does it do? Oh, nitrogen makes plants grow. It is an essential macro element of plant food, and it makes plants grass green. It makes trees grow taller. It makes broccoli grow faster. It makes everything grow. You know, you've got to have some nitrogen. Depending upon what the plant is, it depends upon how much nitrogen you want. Turf grass, for instance, needs quite a bit of nitrogen. All right. Trees, not so much. Fruit, not so much. But, you know, you got to have some. Nitrogen, There. by the way, there's fast-release nitrogen, which is ammonium nitrate, and urea, things like that, and there's slow-release nitrogen, such as, well, you can take urea and encapsulate it in sulfur, then it becomes slow-release nitrogen, or the organic stuff like poop, uh, things like that, slow-release nitrogen. When you buy your fertilizer, you want a combination of fast-release nitrogen and slow-release nitrogen in it, but that's that's nitrogen, and that's what it is, and that's what it does. Oh, man, I got to keep moving here. The next one is phosphorus. Well, what does phosphorus do? Phosphorus, by the way, is a lot of it comes from this part of Florida where I live. It's phosphates, but phosphorus does a lot of things. But the most important thing that it does is it stimulates root growth. It stimulates that the roots in the plant to grow vigorously, and especially those fine little hairy roots that get out and go right up close to the top of the soil and suck up natural nutrition. And so that makes it a very important thing. Now, we need a lot of phosphorus if we're growing things that bloom, okay? Or if we're growing plants like broccoli. Why am I going back to broccoli? I'm in a broccoli kind of day. Stick with me because you want that broccoli to bloom. So you want that middle number to be higher, okay? Uh, and so yeah, a, a blooming fertilizer will be a 10, 55, 20, for instance. That middle number, high. Go going to inspire blooms like crazy. Uh, Green Light Super Bloom is one of my favorite fertilizers. You can find it just about everywhere. Uh, it, it, it really will get blooming going for you. The last number is potassium. Ah, what does potassium do? Well, potassium does a lot of stuff, but the most important thing that potassium does is it builds strength in the plant. It makes grass thicker. It makes, it makes broccoli harder. Hardier, heartier, heartier broccoli. And it, it just it's just really good for building strength and vitality into plants. I like on most plants, not all plants, but on most plants, I like that first number, the nitrogen, and that last number, the potassium, to be balanced. I like them to be both the same on a lot of things, not all things, but a lot of things. So if you have a 15-5-15- 15, That makes it a very good turf grass fertilizer because you got that 15 of nitrogen that's going to make the grass grow like crazy. You got a little bit of phosphorus, which is going to help with root development, but you got a lot of potassium, which is going to build strength and it's going to balance into the nitrogen and it's going to be really, really, really good. Okay? So those are the three main things about fertilizer. Now I got a buddy named Stan DeFreitas, Mr. Green Thumb. Uh, Good guy. Stan thinks there should be a fourth major element. And that is calcium. Calcium is actually one of the minor elements that I'm going to talk about. But Stan, and I, I don't disagree with him, thinks that calcium should actually be a major element. But it's not, but it should be. You know, it's like Puerto Rico is not a state, but it should be. Calcium is not a major element, but it should be. All right? And I never get political here. But anyway, but I'm going to be, I'm standing up for calcium, darn it. I'm standing up for calcium. Uh, calcium is very important, uh, and then other ma- minor elements. When you buy—and I'll talk about it in just a second here. Hang on. If you buy a bag of fertilizer, one of the things I always want you to do is, especially if you really love your plants—do you love your plants? I love my plants—is uh, I want to look for a statement of secondary micronutrients or secondary plant nutrients. Those are what we call minor elements. Those include calcium— which my buddy Stan and I think should be a major, but it's still a minor. It includes iron, it includes zinc, it includes molybdenum, it includes boron, it includes just all these little minor elements. Like you and I, we will take vitamins and minerals. Well, the minerals are the minor elements that we take. And in plants, minor elements are just as important as us having minor elements. And us having minor elements is really important. We need that iron. we need molybdium. We need zinc. We need all of these things to make us healthy. Well, so do the plants. Okay, the plants can't tell you that. Well they tell you that by not performing to optimum, you know, optimum their their full potential. Same with us. If we take minor elements, we perform better. And I'm not taking any minor elements right now, and I need to start. Man, I just absolutely need to start taking some more minor elements. I need to do that. It's important. I used to do it, but I haven't in a while, and I need to start again because I'm feeling a little sluggish. And uh, so my plants aren't sluggish because I put down a fertilizer on all of my shrubs that had secondary minor elements. I On my shrubs, I put down a fruit tree-based fertilizer with a statement of, of minor elements. And I got to tell you, my shrubs are looking good. Uh, everything's like, my, my Everything is looking good. Everything is looking wonderful because I did that. Me, not so much. Okay, I'm handsome as hell, I, ha- I have to admit. I'm kind of fat, but I'm still good-looking as can be. But I would be so much better if I took minor elements. And if I'm sitting here thinking that that's all I need, it is, it really is, because I will have more energy and I will do better. Your plants will have more energy and they will do better, is if you use that fertilizer with the basic elements of fertilizer, the nitrogen, the phosphorus, the potassium, and then you also look for that statement of secondary minor elements with all that other good stuff. You're listening to Ass the Garden Geek.